0: Hey, hey everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 144 of, say it with me, what the dice? I am super excited that you joined us again for another amazing episode. They're all good to me, but I'm a little biased because this is my show. Well, part of my show. That's not the point. That's not the point. Of course, as always, we are definitely pushing for those algorithm-fighting numbers over at Spotify. But if you can't do Spotify, I would love to see our ratings and reviews on Apple and Podchaser. And anywhere you can find a way to talk about us, please talk about us. Share us with your friends. Share us with your enemies. Share us with your pets. But that might get expensive because you might have to buy them a phone. But that's besides the point. So this episode's a little special. After this episode, there will be a bonus episode if you want to know what's going on behind the scenes. So, make sure you keep a lookout for that. It will literally release five minutes after this episode airs. So that way, you can go from one to the other so you know what's going on. But that's all I can talk about for right now. Don't worry. It's nothing bad. We just want to discuss a few things. Well, that's all I got. So, uh, enjoy this week's episode. This is... Dan the GM, this is What the Dice, and you, my friend, you're awesome. As we walk out of the town, it is quiet. The townspeople haven't woken up yet, and the bard has yet to begin to sing or play. All we hear is the sound of nature, the ocean, the birds the just weird quietness that only nature can break. Walking down the now thawing icy path, we get to the storyteller's campsite. The campsite is covered in arrows that are blackened and have a strange feel to them. The snow around is completely melted in a perfect circle encompassing the storyteller's camp, but nothing is harmed, nothing is damaged. We look around for any form of conflict, footprints, anything, there's nothing. As we turn to move towards the campsite again, the storyteller is lighting the fire and smiles at us, pointing at the place we always sit. he gives a nod. Well, 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 my friend, it seems you are up bright and early. And as you see, that nobleman has sent his troops once again, which have mysteriously disappeared thanks to the nature around us. Strange be that, strange be that. Treat the ground with the land with respect, and it seems to defend you quite passionately. Well, that's neither here nor there, to be honest. But, uh, let us talk of the adventurers. They have finally escaped the Miranda, and they are hurtling through the waters in some strange metal boat ship thing, as something is talking about an impact. And then they are in the vast darkness of the night ocean. Let us return to the tale. Sit, relax, and hear me tell. In the last episode, you finally got out of the Miranda and in the process put into a strange underwater vehicle, which almost crashed. In the last second, you hear Driftgate activating and you were hurled into space. Not hurled, but teleported into space. We left the adventurers as they were starting the descent into Nira itself. The strange vehicle engulfed in red and white flames.
1: not a happy cat
0: <laughs> so now is she afraid of land sea and air
1: just travel and unless it's her own own floor paws I don't think she's ever going to trust it again <laughs> I don't know carriages are okay for now horses are okay for now but if it's a boat or a zeppelin or a emergency escape No.
2: But nothing says a horse can't be launched into orbit.
1: Koala doesn't want to think about that.
3: Me either.
0: (laughs) All right, so you guys are plummeting back to Earth at a high rate of speed. You can see nothing but red and orange flames licking up the front and sides of this strange pod. And you're starting to see clouds pierce through as you are streaking through the sky.
2: The Fabulous. Wow, the rate of speed at which we're falling is really impressive. Of course you do. We're on fire! That's nothing unusual with this group.
1: For a moment, Kalilah has a calm moment of, Oh yeah, no, you're right. We're on fire! She's doing cat wriggles that you have never seen her try and do to get out of the harness that she is strapped into. You're going to want to stay in the harness. She pauses, looks at you in disbelief, and goes back to trying to wriggle her way out.
2: Because if you're not in that, I'm assuming if we, if it's anything like when my parents crashed something, uh, if you're not tied down, the impact is going to throw you around like a ragdoll all over the place. And you're much more fragile than this stuff is.
1: She will stop wriggling and look at the
0: fibulous. As you stop wiggling, you feel this sudden hard impact as you see water spray up and hit around you. And then it bounces again and then again. And then you feel the sudden jolt as it stops and you hear the sound of sand melting. There's just a brief moment as you hear metal twisting and churning as the pod that you're in just crumbles. Planks of steel bounce off support beams and hits the ground, leaving a large metal brick with the chairs attached to it. As you look out across, you see a massive forest that is both lush and green and black and sickly at the same time, you see several rat fishermen staring at you in disbelief. Hi! You hear a click as the harnesses release.
1: And Faye was just silent the whole ride down. Faye was fighting to keep her stomach down. Fair enough legitimate response it's the jello trees in space <laughs> but Kalila is full fluffed still by the way she's standing there just looking around for a moment and is just like oh dirt and kneels and like does cat nuzzles against the ground
2: anyone want to do that again
1: no no
2: no sense of adventure
1: no sense of self-preservation.
2: Meh. I'm still here, ain't I?
0: The rat fishermen stare at you guys in disbelief, and then just walk to set up their fishing area. As one older, he is black that has been peppered with age, just stares at you guys. Y'all are, uh, adventurers, ain't you? Man, you guys just have a strange way of tri- The world goes black and white for a moment. As you can see, birds have stopped flapping, the ocean has stopped moving, but you guys are still in color and are able to move around freely.
1: Kalila instantly stops nuzzling the ground in cat-like fashion. And looks at Faye and Fabulous going, Are you sure we didn't die?
2: No, but we may have broke reality.
1: And Kalilah's good to stand up like nothing happened, dusting the sand out of her fur. That is exactly what we need right now. Break reality, sure, yeah,
0: uh-huh. Faye, you feel something is now sitting next to you.
1: I look over.
0: As you look over, there is a tall, statuesque male. His face is covered with a mask. He is in a very form-fitted leather tunic. He gives you a slight nod.
1: Do any of us see it, or just her?
0: Nope. You. If you all stopped and looked at Faye. You see him s- just sitting there calmly.
1: Kalila's gonna reach over and pinch Defibulus. Ow! Okay, we're we're not dreaming. I could have told you that. Well, the last time something like this happened, we were dreaming.
2: He'll pinch her.
1: Ow!
0: The male looks over at Fay and slowly lowers his mask. As his mask lowers, a new one replaces it. Your God's mask. He slowly stands and nods.
3: Faye, uh, it seems as if I require your special abilities in a different continent. It seems as if some of my weaker informants have found something interesting, but they are not as smart as you or as capable. It seems as if the Bone God's grip only exists on this side of Miratova. I am asking as a favor. I wish for you to go and investigate this.
1: Kalilah's eyes are going to shift from him to Faye to him to Faye. Faye looks over her shoulder at her, her
3: teammates and goes, What about them? They need a babysitter.
0: He nods and he goes, "Kalila's
3: god will protect her. And for Defibulus, we don't know who, but someone seems to have found Him amusing enough to keep around.
2: Glad I keep someone amused.
1: Maybe it's that voice that keeps talking to you.
2: That would be horrible.
1: Also, hi Norberger.
0: He gives a slight nod. I've been trying to
3: find you the last month or so, and Have not been able to, until your sudden
0: appearance. He looks around, signaling to the strange chairs. In these chairs.
1: You know, I couldn't reach you either.
0: He nods, and he goes, Well,
3: at this point, if my hunch is correct, I have a feeling that the answer to dealing with the Bone God more permanently, might be on the areas where he cannot touch. It seems as if this continent has a different set of gods, it seems to have a different set of rules in dealing with magic. Magic there is more formidable, and I feel as if it would be advantageous for us to learn why the Bone God stays away from this continent. Is he not powerful enough to deal with it, or is there an innate fear of it?
1: Those are good questions. Let's go find answers.
0: He nods, and he goes, I do apologize, Kalilah,
3: the Fibulous, but I feel as if this is of greater importance than acquiring a way to summon him to this plane.
1: Wait, is that what those pieces do?
3: You cannot defeat a god unless he has mortal blood.
1: Oh, the way when you say it like that, it it doesn't sound nearly as suspicious and that makes sense. But if you don't know as much about him as you could it's going to be harder to fight him, isn't it?
0: He nods. Knowledge is king. He nods, and he goes,
3: And it seems as if you have been pulled from the sky, so I will offer you any mode of transportation to the other continent you wish. I have already set up a small network and a small place for you to do business. When the time comes, you will return and finish what you have started. I feel as if this Be helpful in this final battle.
1: I wouldn't wouldn't miss finishing this for the world.
3: But I will miss my teammates.
0: He nods, he goes, They will survive. Hopefully.
3: I'll still miss.
1: Cloud is going to kind of give an indignant look at, at Norberger for hopefully. I just fell from space on fire and I'm alive.
2: Because you stayed sitting buckled in.
1: You're not supposed to tell him that!
2: Oh, sorry. My bad.
1: He probably knew.
3: No, in fact, I didn't find you until you literally appeared in these chairs. The connection to our magic was interrupted. Something about this strange metal stops our magic from
0: seeing you. But he offers a handout to Faye. We have much work to do and
3: hopefully
1: enough time to do it in. Well, just a minute. I at least want to hug goodbye first.
3: She may take as much time as she needs.
1: But is going to get the bag of holding, rummage through it, and neatly package back up, one, the, the recipe books that they bought together from the gator country. <laughs> And she will give her the last of her gator jerk rations. Her gator jerky rations and hand them to Fang. And go, I would say Godspeed, looking at Norberger, but I think you already have that. Thanks for making sure we didn't make ourselves explode. Um, That's
3: up to you guys now. Please stay in one piece.
2: Don't worry. I'll find something to blow up big enough that you'll see it where you're at.
1: Oh. Every explosion from here on out, you'll think of us. I don't intend to blow things up. But, uh, you'll have to tell me about what you guys get up to.
3: I will try to find a way to send any letters Faye wishes to send to you when I can.
1: Just remember, I like to send messages on butterflies.
3: Then you will have to speak to your god on sending messages that way. I can only transport paper.
1: That was that was my my point. To say, never mind.
4: I will never be able to look at a butterfly without thinking of you again. Well, well, well well
2: well wags. Wags.
1: or bare feet.
2: They are they are very
1: fashionable. Truly stylish. Well, I was never good at sappy goodbyes, and my master literally just kind of booted me out of the village when it was time to go, so... I've never had to say goodbye! Right? Well, yeah, we didn't get to say goodbye to Clyde, either. I mean, no, you don't understand. I've never had anyone to say goodbye to. I'll just go and pull her into a big fluffy cat hug. I'm going to miss you guys. We'll miss you too. Don't worry. Before you know it,
2: you'll be back dealing with our weird, crazy explosive ways of handling problems in no time.
1: Just look at it this way. You'll be able to find us really easy. Just follow the sound of explosions. I-, I can wait for that, but not too long. You also know where we live in the Holy City. And who knows, maybe our gods will be nice and put us in a dream sequence again together. And then we can talk. <laughs> that would be nice. Um Okay. Um
3: I I guess I guess I'll be back to finish what I started.
1: Don't worry. We'll we'll save a seat for you to have a upfront tickets to Bring down a god. Q Norberger.
0: I was, he has his hand outstretched to Faith, so when she is ready.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't know he just awkwardly is standing there with a hand out.
0: Yep. Gods do that.
1: They're weird. Although I'm not going to lie, Kalila kind of wants to playfully play a joke on it and put her paw in his hand and see what happens. She's not going to, but it would be funny. Faye shuffles everything into her pack and um, reaches out to take her god's hand.
0: As you take his hand, you can see the world slowly fade away as you are transported through the mana to your new assignment. A small village in a wooded area near a hustling and bustling city. You see mage towers and mages roaming. And you see a few others that are dressed in traditional Norberger armor around you. This isn't phase goodbye. It is her chance to help the team in information gathering. And she will return by her God's promise to fight. One last fight to show the Bone God that he doesn't deserve to exist in that realm. The world returns to normal. The rat that was talking stops, looks around, and he's like, ugh, God, again? Why, why? I was in the middle of talking. You must be adventurers. Come on, get out of your strange adventuring thing.
1: Lilas just going to finish dusting off the last bit of sand like it never happened, and look at the fibulous and then look back at the rat going, I'm guessing this happens to you a lot?
0: What, being interrupted by gods or dealing with adventurers? Oh, I'm assuming both.
1: I was going to say, with how angrily you said both, I was going to say both as well.
0: Yes, they always come here thinking that we have some big adventure for them. We're just trying to relax. Now that you have scared off the fish, I guess you want directions to the kingdom.
1: I mean, that would be nice, yes, and sorry about the fish.
0: I will throw out new bait. What kingdom are we near by? You are by the great and illustrious Rat Kingdom.
1: Oh, good. We're close to home. Kind of.
0: Let me guess. You are traveling to the holy city to help fight in the war.
1: Lila's just not going to answer anything and just shifty eye.
0: Hmm. Well, direct routes are kind of shut off. You're going to have to go through the desert, which means you're going to have to get to mainland, which means you're going to have to talk to the Lich. Have fun. Kingdom's that way. He points to the north and starts to walk towards the ocean side.
2: Good luck with the fishes. Hmm. Try
1: dynamite.
0: Does anyone want to look northward?
1: Yeah, Kalilah's looking northward, and then she suddenly looks back at the rat going, wait, did you say lich?
0: He goes, you'll find out, don't worry. But yes, to the north, have fun. As you both look to the north, you see no kingdom, you see no pathway, you see a dense forest, and you can see little sparks of black energy as corrupted fae are trying to corrupt trees. You see some trees are fighting back, literally, and some are just normal trees.
1: Um, That's not normal. One, one second. She turns back around. Hey, rat guy? Hmm? Your forest is being corrupted by Fae. Uh, there's not... Are we supposed to just go through? Is that the only path?
0: He sets the rod and sets, throws out some bait, dusts himself off, and starts to move towards you. I guess I will have to show adventurers everything as usual. He begins to walk up a path that begins to sparkle and glow, and the trees push back in a strange magical pulse, as even the fey that are corrupted get thrown back.
1: Okay, see, I don't have that ability.
0: Ability? What ability? You think I'm an adventurer? No, I am a fisherman. Just because I know how to get to my own home, but, yeah. And he starts to walk past. Uh, can I get a perception check from both of you?
1: Yes, gladly. Twenty-seven.
2: I have and a hit. net twenty.
0: Nice. Both of you see this rat, even though he is old, he is dressed in monk garb. He is barefoot with tight leather bandings on his wrists and shins. His outfit is very flowy and movable. And you can see the scars of many fights adorning the face as he passes by. Well, go on, go, go. Venturers always have somewhere to be.
2: You know, you're not wrong with that. It always does seem like we have somewhere to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. We, We have a tight schedule. An unannounced tight schedule, but
0: Yeah. Hmm, Let me guess, you have some all-powerful king that has got some crown of corruption, or hmm, let's see, what else have we had? Oh, you have to go slay this giant who has been ransacking the realm, and you're the only hope. Or something to do with elves and magic, or dwarves and magic, or orcs and magic, or magic.
2: Yeah, there's something going on probably.
1: He kinda rambles like the rat scholar.
2: Yeah, I was just noticing that. He he seems very much like him.
0: Nicodemus? No, oh, he's my brother.
2: Oh. That explains it. Yeah, we work for your brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean he's he's loads of fun to watch when he slaps someone with a fish.
0: Or a book. Oh, you mean he finally gave up his like creed of like pacifism?
1: That guy was a pacifist? Yeah, he's not a pacifist. He throws books at everybody.
0: He was one of the best clerics money could buy. He learned from my mother, and I just learned to fight. Yeah,
2: he doesn't strike me as very pacifistic anymore.
1: Mm -mm, No, he he hits people with a lot of books and yells at them very aggressively.
0: He's always been a yeller. Throwing books is new. Good for him. Finally came out of his bubble.
2: Also slaps people with fish pretty well, too.
0: It's not very nice to the fish. It's good food.
2: Well, it's a of that turns it into a fish, but yeah. I'm
0: glad I just fish.
2: Probably a much easier lifestyle.
0: Until adventurers scare off all the fish and I'm stuck out here for an extra hour.
2: I said I was sorry.
0: Doesn't bring back the fish.
2: Well, don't you have like some weird naturey technique to make fish come back?
1: No, I'm just good at hunting them. I mean, well, I do have a trail scent, Kit. I might be able to make you some bait.
0: I have plenty of bait.
1: Yeah, then I got nothing.
2: I could throw something in the water and blow them all up so they land on, on the shore for you.
0: Go away, adventurers. Go away. I have fishing to do.
2: All right, we'll uh, tell your brother you said hi.
0: hmm As you follow up the trail that has been magically opened up, there's a point where you see hundreds of arrows that have skewered different pixies and other corrupted small magical creatures. And there's a solid line around this massive kingdom. All the rats that you can see that are up on the parapets and have weapons out are older. Some are midlife, others are clearly old enough to be even your master's father. As you approach, two archers aim down. Who are you?
2: Kalila, I'm Defabulous. Hi.
0: What do you want? How'd you get here?
2: You didn't hear us land?
0: He looks over. There's a conversation in rat folk. All right. So you're the the ones that came down like a rock, uh, like a meteor.
2: Yeah, Yeah. That was us.
0: Hmm. All right, let me get the gate. There's a couple minutes before the, a small personal gate opens up at the base. And he looks at you and he goes, so what brings you to the kingdom?
1: We crash landed on this place and we want to get back to the mainland. Old rat by the shore pointed us this way. Which one? Br- Nicodemus's brother. He didn't give us a name, but he was very cranky about us scaring away the fish.
0: He cocks his head to the side for a moment and goes, Nicodemus doesn't have a brother.
1: Okay, well, then he lied to us. That's what he said.
0: Mm. All right. Well, come on in. As you go into the city, it is a hustle and bustle as a kingdom would be. You see children playing games, and you see all manner of people, mostly rats, walking around living their everyday life.
1: We must be in the rat kingdom.
0: The, one next, the rat that let you in went, Gasp, you figured it out. How could we have ever hidden such a strange fact from you?
1: And I'm also taking it as a racial trait to be sarcastic if you're a rat.
0: Mm, no, it's, we just get a lot, a lot, a lot of adventurers coming through.
1: Right, so now you just want to discriminate against anybody who walks into your city. Is that how it's going to be?
0: Are you an adventurer?
1: Against my will.
0: then that probably means trouble follows you. You'll be safe inside the city. Um, Shopkeeps are going to be friendly. The common people are going to be friendly. Guards and some others won't be, just because we are just, we are overtaxed by the amount of questions a lot of foolhardy adventurers ask. You guys seem like you have seen something that has messed with you. So I'll let the guards know. We'll try to be more helpful. Better?
1: Thank you for being nicer. But I also am a very sassy black cat, so I'm okay with the sass. If you can dish it, take it.
0: That's fine. Go. Go spend your gold.
1: She'll look at the once that guards or whoever rat person's out of your shot going, That other rat just lied to us about being Nicodemus's brother.
2: Yeah, but he, he seemed to know who he was, though.
1: So. Yeah, maybe he meant like friend adopted brother.
2: I don't know, but the guy looked like he'd seen, he'd seen some fighting in his time, though.
1: Yeah, I saw that too. And then he could just magically make a trail appear in the woods.
2: Well, I mean you make stuff appear out of the woods out of nowhere, so
1: Alright, that's fair. Maybe I just I'm... blow
2: I just blow the stuff up so it's out of the way.
1: Agreed. Now where do we start in this city as Kalilah looks around? Um
2: well let's see. We need to find a way to get
1: home. Well, they said to the mainland, and if we're in the Rat Kingdom, that means we're on an island, if I remember my maps correctly.
2: Yep, and that rat, the guy who lied to us on the beach said that normal routes are closed. Hey, wait! Um, don't we have a way to get a hold of the Rat Scholar somehow? We used it.
1: That yep. little tiny nub of chalk. We used it.
2: Wait, did he ever? T- didn't he give us like a list or something of like people to contact when we we're out and about?
1: agents of his. Hmm. look through and see if she has that list.
0: He did not give you a list of agent names or anything like that, but he said that there are agents in most major cities, and that if uh, you need to get a hold of him, that there should be a way to.
1: To the communication center, or whatever that might be. Tavern? you mean? Yeah. <laughs> to the
2: tavern. Defibulus is kind of a Playfully mocking him. Hey, let us go to the defib- to the communication center. You're sounding just like me now.
1: Oh, God. I've been hanging out with you too long. Next thing you know,
2: you're going to find me hiding up in a tree trying to shoot something with a bow.
1: And then I'm going to be the one with the loud boomstick making explosions happen.
0: <laughs> Never happened.
1: Mm-hmm. To the tavern.
0: As you walk into the tavern, there is a bar fight going on between two rats that are in pelt armor. They are going blow for blow. After a couple of moments, it breaks up, and there is a good jovial laugh as things return back to normal.
1: You weren't kidding about this being a classic adventure town. Well, at least they're all in good spirits. To the barkeep?
0: The tavern owner is standing behind the bar, leaning on the back bar after watching the fight with a kind of a amused smirk
1: what was that about
4: <sighs> let's see he's a berserker he's a a uh, barbarian they both said that they can knock each other out they put down a gold piece each they started to go to blows they realize that they're matched because the berserker can't go berserk and the barbarian won't use his axe because that's not fair because we check all the weapons at the door for townsfolk
1: so stalemate yeah
4: granted this happens eh, about once a week they used to be traveling partners so yeah whatever
2: well as long as they're having fun and no one else is getting hit with a chair
4: no that's why we replaced all the chairs with stools that are bolted to the ground
2: well can't a berserker just rip a bolted chair out of the ground
4: not if he wants to walk out of here in one piece. Oh, good point. So, what brings you all here?
2: We crash landed.
4: Boat? Zeppelin?
2: Yeah, um, I don't, I think the people, the place we were at, they called it an escape pod. Fires its way up into the sky and it eventually came crashing down
0: tavern owner looks from Defibulus to Kalila.
1: He's not wrong and it sounds insane. Yes, we know. We want to, uh... Is there a way to get a hold of Nicodemus in the Holy City?
0: God, I haven't heard that name in a while. Uh, let's see. He walks over and pulls out a couple of books, setting them open, flips through it, and he goes, Uh, which Nicodemus?
4: There's three that lived here.
1: The one that was a Became a scholar?
4: Mmm. Oh, the cleric. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Let's see. He was a cleric. He was a monk. Uh, let's see. He retired five years ago, moved to the Holy City. Uh, I might be able to get in contact with him. I can see if I've got a bird that's going to go that way.
2: Um, also, why are all the ma- major routes down? Da- I know there's a war going, but why? how are all the routes down?
4: Um, well... The seas have gotten really violent where, I mean, if you've walked in, you saw the forest turning black.
1: Yeah, the fey were corrupted and the trees themselves were fighting the fey.
4: Yeah, so a couple of the druids that live here have got trees and trenches to fight back the fey. Our archers help and so do some of our paladins and warriors and stuff like that. Uh, But yeah, no, like ever since this strange bone army has been popping up it seems like nature itself is becoming darkness and is just fighting back against anything that doesn't let it just pass through unevaded
1: so the bone god's getting stronger
4: he gives a shrug I don't know I just work here bone here whatever
1: is there anybody here in the city that knows more about the that whole stuff going on, or shall we just wait for the bird?
4: Mmm, council might. Uh, they They, the ones that sent out the army to help. Uh, they're in the main castle. Uh, let's see. I think Everest sent out some people to help. He lives in the cave on the outskirts of the, the kingdom.
1: Who's Everest?
4: uh he helps train children to fight
2: oh what do you know about the cranky fisherman that looks like he was a monk he said he was nicodemus's brother but then someone else told us he
4: wasn't nicodemus doesn't have a brother well he doesn't have a brother he had a bunch of sisters but i don't know man some of these people have been hit in the head one too many times that and there were three nicodemuses that lived here
2: Mm, this one seemed to recognize the one we mentioned.
4: I mean,
1: said he was a cleric.
4: Yeah, the Nicodemus that you guys were talking about was a cleric for a couple of years, learned to fight like a monk, all sorts of deadly with his staff. Um, he retired couple, five, six years ago, and then just moved off to the Holy City and never wrote back.
2: Oh. Also, the the fisher guy on the, the fishing fisherman guy also said we may have to talk to a monk and cross a desert, or talk to a lich. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, talk to a lich, and then yeah, cr- get a sail across to get to the mainland, and we're gonna have to go through a desert because of the what we mentioned before. The main routes are blocked.
4: Uh, I don't know how a fisherman would know all that, but yeah, if the main routes are blocked, the only way to do it is to go through the desert that's on the mainland you can kind of go up and then cut through where narrow cloud is that area last i heard has not been invaded
1: mm, narrow cloud last we knew it's quarantined it's yeah it was quarantined
4: yeah but that route there's like a Catfolk village out that way or something like that yeah that route's the only route that is has the least amount of orc and bone encampment.
1: So we're going, well, yeah, there's the orcs. I I know that village, it's my village, but we're going to have to cut through the desert and then go through the grasslands to get to that village?
4: Yes, that's what it would seem like. I don't know, you can also talk to the council, they'll be able to tell you more.
2: Alright, uh, how long will it take for our message to get to the holy city?
4: Mm. Uh, a couple days, depending on if bird gets caught, uh, I send the message out. I'll send the message out every five days until I get a response.
1: Oh, Alright. Well, thank you.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Just have a... a tell Nicodemus to contact us. He'll know, know how to do that.
4: Alright. Uh, can I get you anything? Do you need a, a place to stay? Do you need...
1: Well, it sounds like we're going to be here for a night or two, Defibulous.
2: Yep. Uh, probably should probably should have somewhere to stay since uh, being out in the woods is a wee bit uh, weird.
4: Uh, and dangerous at the moment.
1: Hmm?
4: I wouldn't suggest it. The they are pretty vicious. They are really, really vicious.
1: Yeah, two rooms, please. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
4: well, I've got a couple different options. I've got two rooms with a shared, like, living area. Uh, that's two gold a night. Or I can get you two solos for three golden night.
1: Shared living space.
2: Yeah, I mean we pretty much eat the same crap anyway. Shared living space.
4: All right. Well, that does uh, include a breakfast and a dinner meal. Um, breakfast is until I don't know until I run out of food, and dinner will be when the sun sets till I run out of food.
1: Sounds good.
0: He slides you two two cast iron skeleton keys.
1: Oh thanks.
0: Mm-hmm. How long are you gonna stay?
1: Oh how long will it take for you to know if the bird reached Nicodemus?
0: Uh well, it's like a two day flight there, two day flight back, so probably five days. Well
1: it'll give us time to figure out where we're going, what we're doing, and find this lich that apparently we're going to talk to. So four nights for now.
0: All right. Eight gold. Pay up. Alright. He tells you where your rooms are. Can I get you anything else?
2: Is there any um good places for firearms materials here?
4: Oh yeah, we got a couple of firearm dealers here. What you looking for?
2: Uh primarily parts and pieces to for constructing stuff.
4: Hmm.
1: Oh and we need to update Hugan's armor. That's true.
4: Oh, you can go to Lazy Le- Lazy Lester. He's a uh, eh, down the hall, down the the street a little bit. You'll find a place that's got a bunch of like scrap metal in the front. Uh, looks like armor that has been hammered to nothing, springs and other weird bits and bobs.
1: I wonder if your friend Lily or whatever gun company we were at's here.
4: Uh we do get some of their gunpowder. We haven't gotten any of their materials. We're waiting to see if we can't get uh, some kind of transport to them.
2: I'm amazed my brother hadn't put a gun shop out here and tried to screw you guys over.
4: Who, what company do you, does your brother own?
2: He doesn't own it anymore. I assumed control of the short bolt rifle, short bolt guns.
4: Oh, yeah, no, they they tried. Uh, We checked their stuff out and it was crap, so we told him to get on their way. His... Whatever he calls it Dealer argued with us and uh, we gave him a good beating
2: Probably a good idea I apologize for the substandard equ- Equipment they tried to ship you Yeah,
4: The guy got his butt kicked to so pretty bad
2: Once I am able to figure out How to get everything resettled and prepared We will probably be back With better equipment
4: mm. We'll see what happens Alright now what do we do
1: get some grub and I don't know I'm still kind of in shock from you know the space flight
2: I'm amazed you can even contemplate eating food I figured your stomach would be up around your ears at this point
1: no that was Faye. I don't get sick apparently when my life is threatened
2: <laughs> but that was really fun though I want to do it again
1: it was terrifying it if was got fun past, I, okay maybe maybe if it wasn't could we not have caught on fire, please? Well,
2: I'm assuming the fire... If it's anything like when a bullet flies, it generates some type of heat. So, you know, with your head hit by a bullet, it burns when it hits you. So I'm assuming that thing was firing, flying at such a speed it generated enough heat to catch fire.
1: I wish I hadn't have known that. That just makes it even more terrifying.
2: The Phibus will give her a
1: big... Big grin. Don't <sighs> look back at the barkeep. Where's good to eat? Not fancy crap, good real food. Here or somewhere yeah. else?
4: I got turkey legs, I got beef, I got boar, elk.
1: Let's just get a good meal in for the night, shall we, Defibulous? And then either go talk to the council in the morning, or... Go shopping tomorrow?
2: Yeah, let's probably eat food and then deal with all the fun
1: stuff tomorrow. I'm just happy to be back on real ground and have a sky above me rather than an ocean and metal and glass.
0: The tavern owner raises an eyebrow and goes, All right, you guys are clearly
4: adventurers who have seen all sorts of craziness. How about this? How about this meal's on me? Drinks included. It looks like you guys need the hard stuff
1: nice, but we can easily pay for it.
4: Consider it just being part of the tip, then. Meals covered, you just tip.
1: Alright, that's fair.
0: A couple of minutes go by, and he brings out rack of ribs, some turkey legs, uh, some mead, water, and some what looks like fruit juices. He goes, There you go.
1: Thank you. Give him a hearty tip, and sit back and enjoy a real meal, a real drink, and the fact that there are, as a skyline.
0: The bartender continues working about his day, and as you guys sit and eat, you hear people talking about tales and adventures they've been on, kings they've fought, warriors they've defeated, and dragons they've slayed. As you guys continue to eat, and enjoy a fresh meal in a f- city that feels closer to home. We will end this week's episode here.
1: Cool! I was so happy to be back on the ground.
0: Well, 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 my friends. It seems as if the adventurers are almost home. They are with the Rat Kingdom. These rats seem to have a strange mm, ire against adventurers. seems as if many adventurers find their way here. As if this is a hub or some form of place where adventurers all go to sit, have a drink, tell tales oh a tavern that's that's what this city is it seems a large tavern with many things that don't quite seem quite right well me friends it seems as if the adventurers are on solid ground and having a chance to have a fresh meal and to rest well speaking of rest me friends the sky has gotten dark and the moon has gotten high. And unfortunately, it is time for us to say farewell. For now. And as always, me friends, may the Dice Gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email what the dice pod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us.